This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Welcome back to the channel and welcome back to another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast. I'll tell you what, I've said that a lot this week. I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by my very good friend, actor and uh, star on this year's Dancing on Ice, Ricky Norwood. Ricky, great to have you back. I've really missed you. How are you? Oh, mate, it's good to be back, mate. I've missed you and I've missed all of the guests and the fans and just chatting Tottenham, mate. I've, I've honestly missed it so much. So it's great to be back on tonight. Well, of course, we will be uh, discussing Tottenham in all uh, you know avenues. We'll be talking about the transfer window, and uh, of course, we will be getting uh, you know your latest on Dancing on Ice. First of all, how is it all going? How's the training going? And of course, uh, you will be live on the live show on Sunday. Are you looking forward to it? Oh, mate, it's been it's been a hell of a roller coaster. Let me tell you, it's been a hell of a roller coaster. You know, like. Doing the training is one thing, um, you know, prepping every day, but then like now we're into shows. So the first show was last week and what they do, for those that don't know, there's 12 celebs that have paired up with 12 pro skaters and they split them off. They do six in the first week, six in the second week. And during that first show last week, um, I only had to do like the intro dance and it wasn't, it wasn't that much, you know, um, but I was nervous as hell. And you know, I've done lives before, you know, I've done EastEnders lives and I've done, you know, I've done theatre shows and I've presented and I've, I've done things that are live and, and you know, it, it's fine. I don't normally worry or think about it. But with this one, my gosh, like my anxiety was high. My heart rate was high. Like there was a point... Um, there was a point during the day where there was a bit of a gap. I think there was about like an hour or so gap. And I was in the dressing room with my partner, Annette, and I was just sitting there and like, I was going through my phone or reading and stuff, but I'd just be like, <sighs> and I was just like, <sighs> and she's like, it, 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 on the sixth 
time or something like that. She's like, okay, Ricky, this is enough now. Like, can you go for a walk? Go for a run? Like, get it out. Like, do you know what I mean? This is enough now. Like, we're not performing tonight. So I was like, okay, fine, Annette, fine. And I went for a little walkie and um, just shook it out. And then, uh, yeah, went for it. But it was great to kind of see how the show runs, how the audience are, um, what the judges are, are like, how they critique, what they're looking for. Um, and and just kind of take from all of those that did perform on that first week, I, I got to take loads of little kind of nuggets and kind of go, okay, cool. Well, this is what they're doing. This is what they want. So I'm trying to kind of put them into action and trying to put it into my own performance. But um, I had the Monday off and then Tuesday we was back in prepping for this show week. And the first day, oh my gosh, bro, it was terrible. Um, it was terrible. Uh, we, we went on and we was doing it on the show ice, which is the arena ice. There's a bit of practice ice backstage and then there's the show ice arena, which everybody sees on TV. And so I've gone onto the show ice and, you know, me and Annette were going through our routine and Karen Barber and Dan, the man, who are the two kind of head choreographers and, and the, the people that kind of look after us, basically. Um, they were in the house as well, and I was slipping at points I never slipped. Um, I, uh, my blades were clashing with Annette's blades, and I was just like, what is going on here? And I just didn't know what to do. And then we basically, so we've got our first routine that I'll be doing this week. Um, then you've got a skate-off routine, which if you're in the bottom two, then you go up against each other, and you've got another routine so I was kind of going through that one and then plus they started to choreograph and teach me a little bit of the third routine so if I get through and I get through to week three it will be um they started prepping that and I started doing the skate off like after the slips and the bangs and the clashes I started doing the skate off and because where we've been practicing it's been on a small bit of ice now that we was on a big bit of ice, all of the timing was off, all of the spacing was off. And I just felt, I was just like, oh my God, what am I doing here? And then they started teaching me the new routine and I just felt, I just felt terrible. I came back, I got in my own head and I was just like, look, am I just rubbish at this? Like, is that, is, it, is this where we're at? Am I just, is it never going to click? Because Karen and Dan, they would say to you, you know, at one point it will just, it will just click and you'll, you'll find it. So I'm like, this hasn't happened yet. Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, what's going on? It needs to happen this week, you know? Um, but then I kind of sat with myself, had a bit of reflection, looked back on it. And then what I said to everybody that was performing last week, I basically said to them, like, look, and everybody made mistakes on, on their rehearsals last week before they went up for their performances. And I said to them, you know, it's better to make your mistakes now and to kind of figure out where you're going wrong now in rehearsal than it is on the show. And so I just had to listen to my own advice a little bit and kind of go, oh, okay, well, we've made the mistakes. We've slipped up, we've clashed blades, we've done this, we've done that. Where did that happen? What did we do? And then kind of use that frustration and turn it into motivation and then put it into the next day. So we've done that yesterday. And yesterday was a, a, a lot, it, it was a better day. And then today we was back on the show ice again with Karen it, um, in, in the vicinity watching us as well and with our coach Mark as well who's a dynamite coach um, and she just gave me like one little note which was it was just the transference of weight and where that needed to be on a certain move on the crossovers 
And when she gave me that and I then went to try and do it, it just felt so much better. Like, I was just like, oh my gosh. Like, so then everything started to come together. And then, you know, we ran through our first routine and it wasn't perfect, but it felt a lot better. So I'm in a good place today. Today's a good day. And it's, it's being Thursday, it's good that it's a good day because tomorrow we go into all of the show bits. Tomorrow I'm going to be in costume. I'm going to be like in hair and makeup. I'm going to be on the ice with all of the effects and whatever else. I, I don't know what they're going to do, whether they're going to do like a pyro or thing, you know, but they do little bits of extras on, on the stage. So I'll be going through all of that tomorrow, which is um, now I'm looking forward to to it now now i'm ready for it so let's go brother I hope, fingers crossed it keeps moving forward and in the right direction for sunday and sunday we have a good show well ricky everyone of course is so behind you and we all want you to do extremely well and stop stop even talking about bottom two we don't want to be even going there in the first all place. right okay all right fine so let's stay positive <laughs> now to stay positive um we've got a message for you um from a tottenham hotspur legend so uh listen to this Hiya Ricky, it's Dos. I hope you're good. I hope you're all ready for the weekend. I certainly am and cannot wait. I'm sure you've got all the practice under your belt. No nerves, no pressure. Well, in fact, I'm sure you have it all. But don't worry, you will rock it. On behalf of myself and everyone at the football club, we'd just like to wish you luck. Go on, Ricky. Oh my gosh, what just happened, man? What just happened everyone at tottenham hotspur football club sends their very best to you ricky oh. everyone everyone is behind you everyone who watches this podcast listens to this podcast and of course anyone who wears that tottenham hotspur logo on their chest everyone is behind you and we all want you to do extremely well so you know wishing you all the very best but we've got a few more messages throughout the show um oh, man. now ricky speak to me about the training how hard has it been because you know, I remember speaking to you a couple of months ago when you told me you were going to do this. And I actually said to you, you know, walking down the street, I said, can you actually ice skate? And you went, no. And I thought, surely you can ice skate. You know, he's a performer. He's done lots of acting. He's done this. He's done that. When I saw you walk out on that ice, I was like, that's me. That's me. That's as good as me. So, you, so it's been hard for you, hasn't it? But it's been a really big challenge for you. Yeah, it's 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 massively difficult, bro. I can't tell you how difficult it is. Even the like the simplest moves, they're just it's just odd. It's just odd. Your 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 left leg's doing something totally different to your right leg. So even like my dance experience and stuff, like, because it's it's all over the place. It's it, it's taken a minute to kind of get these things into me, you know. Um, so the training has been. It's been good. It's been steady progression, little bit by little bit. Um, but obviously, nothing was kind of nothing was perfect. And these guys, these pros, they make it look so effortless. They make it look so easy. It's like a singer, you know. You might look at someone like Mariah Carey and be like, "Oh my gosh, she's made it look so easy." But that's because she's had years and years of training, and and you know she's talented in that field. Come from this field, you know. When you see the VTs and stuff like that from my day one, I'm, I, I'm, I've been joking about it, but it's true. I was literally holding on to the sides, you know, yeah. in the whole way around. And, and um, it was hard to even walk on the ice on the first couple of days. But um, I'm really happy with how far I've come. 
and 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 now I just want to do well. Now I just want to kind of get through and do well and 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 kind of put it all out there. You know, you've got to go all in. You can't go half half hearted in this at all. You've got to put everything in, and and that's what I've tried to do. I've been laser focused. I've been there every day. Do you know what I mean? Whatever that is, if there's been extra training, I've taken it. If there's been other bits that I've needed to do, I've done it. You know, whether it's been a five o'clock in the morning pickup, uh, and or, or, or uh, you know, and then a late night, um, or the travelling back from north to London and stuff like that. It's been mental, mate. It's been absolutely mental, but it's been a fantastic challenge and. It's something that I would never say yes to normally. It's something that I would never do normally. I don't like the cold. Um, I don't like ice, not even in my drink. Um, you know, uh, you, you, you're dancing, but you're dancing on this thing called the ice that, that is kind of unpredictable in itself. You know, if, you're, if your head's in the wrong place, you could slip. If your arm's in the wrong place, you can slip. If your head's in, looking in the wrong direction, you can slip. So there's so many opportunities for you to kind of fail. but. Um, and I've fallen a hell of a lot as well. Um, well, I, I, I'm going to quote you, Ricky. Chris said, if you're not falling, you're not trying. Yeah. And I've been trying. <laughs> Let me tell you. I've been trying hard, mate. I've been trying hard. I've got the bruises to prove it. Um, but no, it's been, a, it's been such a beautiful adventure. And, you know, you're never... So many people are never going to get this opportunity to not only kind of be on this show, but to train with these world-class professionals and and to have this intense training every single day and you know once i finish this show i'm going to have this skill in my locker and that's a beautiful thing in itself you know it's something that you know it's performance so i you know I, that's where i come from and it's something that i can just uh, add another string to my bow with so um I'm, I'm really enjoying the challenge it's really difficult like even with the the, the new routine for week three they were showing me it and I'm just like, are you guys serious? Like, you know, I'm just started. You know, I'm an amateur, right? Do you know, you know, you know, I'm just beginning this, but no, they're not taking it easy on me at all. They just keep, keep like that challenge just keeps growing and that mountain keeps getting a bit higher. So yeah, it, but it's, it's a beautiful thing to be a part of. And, you know, with, with all the frustrations and with all of the downtimes, I'm buzzing most days just to be able to kind of get on that ice and do it and, and kind of um, learn this, this this new skill to the level that I'm learning it at with these beautiful pros. Ricky, have you had much time with the judges and uh, the presenters? So on Sunday, um, obviously we saw Holly um, and Stephen Mulhern. Um, it was nice to see Holly again. So I've seen Holly a couple of times over the years, whether it be award shows or being on This Morning. So um, it was really nice to see her. She gave me two big hugs, wish me luck. And Stephen Mulhern is the first time that I've met him, um, but was a really lovely guy, funny as hell. And as soon as he saw me, he kind of knew that he could bounce off me. So we was just, we was cracking jokes and we was yeah. doing a little bit of VTs and stuff like that. But he knew he could throw to me at any time and we could just bounce. Um, so it was nice to see him. Um, obviously, Jane and Chris, I'm only allowed to call them Jane and Chris now. Um, I'm not allowed to call them Torval and Dean anymore. They told me that, this is their instructions. Uh, so Jane and Chris, uh, I met on day one. Um, so they've seen where I've started, but I haven't really seen them since. I've seen them like a couple of times, but they've been in, in their own kind of corner doing their own thing, kind of busy filming or, or choreographing the pros or stuff like that. So they've been in their own little kind of world, really. Um, 
OT, I've never met before. Um, and I didn't really get to meet her on Sunday, but Ashley Banjo, so from my street dancing days, I, I, I've known Ashley kind of growing up. Um, I remember one of his first performances that he ever done, I was hosting a show called Collabo, which was a street dance uh, show. And this is before Brit Britain's Got Talent and the new group that was called Diversity came out and they were amazing. You know, there was, um, Ashley Banjo was dancing at the time and so was um, Perry, who at that time was tiny. Still had the big hair, but he was tiny. Now he's a big man. Um, so when I saw Ashley, I didn't get to speak to him, but when I saw him on the stage, we was doing a couple of bits for the beginning, the, the intro. So I just gave him a little salute and he was like, yeah, gave me a salute back. And I just went, look, this is crazy. And he went, I know, I don't know what you're doing. So like we had a little giggle as well. So hopefully this weekend I get to kind of see him and have a little chat with him as well. I thought it was great when Christopher Dean said, uh, we better intervene, otherwise we might be here all day. <laughs> I did laugh at that. Well, they wow. needed to, bro. They needed to. You know, like before that, I was, I was, you know, like there was a little kind of um, not so much audition process, but it was almost like interview process. Um, yeah. I was, I was the last one to to kind of get signed up to the show, and so you you've got to go and meet Karen, and she gives you a little assessment off the ice. She kind of looks at your coordination, um, and then on the ice, she kind of gets you to go through five or 10 minutes worth of, of, of skating just to kind of see my capability on the ice. But when I walked onto that ice, I had her hand, right? So, okay, fine. And then we skated together and then she asked me to just do this, that and the other. I can't even remember what she asked me, but she asked me to do a couple of bits and I was like, oh, okay. But I was holding her hand at the time. So um, when they asked me on the masterclass days when we met Jane and Chris, that I, like, I didn't know what they was doing, but as soon as they said it, I was like, oh, you guys, I know what you're doing. They was like, yeah, Ricky, what are you going to do? You're just going to go out to the ice rink. Are you going to get on? And then you're going to walk around the outskirts and then walk through the middle. And I was like, oh, okay. So I was like, is is any of the coaches there? Is anybody else there? And it was like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, you're going to get on by yourself and you're going to walk around. And I was just like, oh, okay, okay. So you want to see how rubbish I am, innit? That's what you want to see. You want to see me fall, don't you? That's what you want to see. So, um, yeah, bro, but, like, they, they needed to intervene. Let me tell you, they needed to intervene. I needed help on those first couple of days. And on those first couple of days, especially seeing some of the others as well that, who was skating on day one, you know, like Ryan was skating on day one, Miles was skating, Greg was skating, uh, Lou Sanders was skating on day one. Um, I can't remember, there might have been a couple of others as well, but they were all skating on day one. And I was just, there was a point where I just stood there and I just looked and I was just like, what am I doing here? Like, what yeah. am I doing? Like, how, how is this going to work? But they say, trust in your coaches. And they say, like, trust the process and it will happen for you. And like, little bit by little bit, we're getting there. So, you know, like, I'm amazed that I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing forwards, backwards, Chris. I've done a jump in one of the routines. You know, I'm doing backwards crossovers. I find going backwards easier than going forwards. You know, it's it's mental how far I've come in in this short bit, bit period of time. Well, as I said, Ricky, there is lots of support for you, and uh, not only the support in the UK but also in the US. We're, we're now going to hear wow. from a former Spurs player um, in crazy. the US, who of course won thirty caps for England and played three hundred and fifty-eight games for Tottenham. Hi, Ricky. How you doing? Darren Anson here. Good luck on dancing on ice. 
Hope it goes really well. I would love to give you some advice, but me and ice skating just don't go. So all I can really say is go for it, enjoy it, and good luck. Cheers, mate. Bye. Oh, Darren Anderton, man. What's going on? you got Ricky. Michael Dawson and Darren Anderton. Oh, my gosh. What's happening in my life? There is a lot of support for you, as I said. Um, oh. Let's talk a little bit about the transfer window because, of course, Spurs have done business early. Um, I've missed, as I said, I've missed you on these shows talking uh, about transfers and talking about Tottenham in general. But Spurs have got business done. Radu Dragusin in, of course, a player that Ange Postacoglu wanted. Timo Werner has signed on loan with an option to buy um, in the summer. What have you made of Tottenham's business so far? Firstly, bro, I've got to commend them. I mean, it's the, this is all we've ever wanted as Spurs fans, you know, for the board to act right and to back a manager, especially when we're in a good place. And instead of kind of putting out a statement to be like, we're trying and it's a hard window or anything like that, they've, they've spoken with action. And to get those two in within the first 10 days of the January transfer window, I was, uh, firstly, I was blown away, you know. Um, I know there was a bit of kind of, iffy energy around Timo Werner, but I think it's a smart, clever deal. Um, and, you know, to get somebody who can play in all positions up front, who's got mm. the pace, who's got the dribbling ability, you know, if we can get his shooting boots on and you can get his confidence up, which, you know, if anyone can, Ange can, then we've got a dynamite of a player there. Um, and you know what, for me, if he only scores two goals all season, but one of them gets us guaranteed into the top four and the other one is in the FA Cup final uh, as the winner, do you know what I mean? Then it's a successful loan for me. Um, if it all goes well, then we've got him on a cheap price, what, around 15 million, you know, to get a, a, a player of quality like that. And, it, it, you know, especially if, if he kind of embraces the Ange way and Ange ball and, and kind of just starts to grow in this team, then it could be a dynamite deal at 15 million. And we could have a we could have an attacker that fits across that is versatile and that can fit across those front three positions uh, for years to come. And even that, even if you sell him, you can probably double your money on him at the very least. You know, if he has a positive season, and if it goes terribly, 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 he's on loan. We get to send him back. So, I think it's a really positive um, signing. I think it happened early. The other uh, players that we was looking at that in the press was like Jota and I think there was an, another one I can't remember right now um winger attacker I can't remember but I'll come back to it if I when I do remember but um I think Werner's a, a really smart deal and I think that this is where Johan Lang comes in as well because not only do we have Paratici one side with him spinning plates as he normally does but you've got Johan in there with a different approach and then combined with the data analysis you know, and then they present that to the manager and the manager's like, right, well, I'll have this one. Um, it's a it's a really smart signing. It's not like a Dan Juma for Conte signing. And I say that I, I liked Dan Juma. I thought if he would have got more game time, I thought he could have done well for us. But yeah. he was the wrong player, the wrong profile and the wrong position for somebody to play in Conte's system. So for them to listen to the manager, listen to his opinions, listen to what he needs, not only in a player, but in the character of the man. Do you know what I mean? And that's another thing that you've heard about Werner. Everyone says he's such a good guy. Everyone says he's such a hard worker. He's, you know, he's committed to the cause, but he's also somebody that you enjoy being around. I think those things really matter because we've had that. We've, we've bought players 
like Ndombele, that, you know, maybe he wasn't the right character. You know, we've recently just heard all this stuff about Spence, which is a real shame because I, I want Spence to do well because he's, he's a phenomenal player. You can see it. You can see he's got bundles of talent. But maybe his headspace ain't in the right place. And so to get somebody not only that fits, that ticks all the boxes, but fits the char- characteristics um, that a player that Ange wants, I think it's a really positive deal. And then the one we've all wanted was the centre back. We were all we've been crying out for a centre back for I don't know how long, you know. And you know, so to get in Dragusin for him to kind of um, say no to Bayern Munich, no to more money, higher profile team in the Champions League, but high, you know more wages. Uh, um, Genoa would have got more transfer fee as well. But again, about his character, he gave his word to the manager and he stuck by his word. I saw a um, a report on uh, Dragosin on Sky Sports and I can't remember the lady that done it. I can't remember her name right now. But it was the Italian expert. And she basically said throughout his life, he has always been that guy. He has always been a, a, a man full of character and full of kind of morals. And, you know, he, if he says he's going to do something, he's going to do something. Money doesn't really matter to him. It's all about the project. It's all about the, the, the direction. It's all about the ambition. It's all about, you know, um, it, it's about more things than just kind of the glory, the glitter and the glory. You know, it, of course he wants glory, but it's more than that. And I think him coming in, who is 21 years old, you know, from what we've seen of him, again, ticks all the boxes of an Ange, Cost- uh, Ange Postacoglu player. And he could be he, he could be dynamite, mate. And I, I really hope he is going to be dynamite for us. And, you know, now we don't have to really worry about Romero picking up a suspension or, or an injury or stuff like that, you know. If Romero gets a yellow card, well, on 70 minutes, 65 minutes, we can take him off and not worry and not panic that, oh no, the shape's going to change or we haven't got the quality there and, you know, uh, oh, this player's going to get done in with the with an over-the-top ball and somebody running in behind. He can deal with all of those things and I think that he's going to, yeah, I think he's going to grow and he's, he's, he's definitely going to challenge both Romero and Van der Ven for a starting spot. I think we're going to have debates in, 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 the months and years to come where it's like, who should really start, you know, should should it be Dragusin who's the starter this week or should it be Van der Ven or should it be Romero? I think we're going to have those debates real soon because he looks like a player full of quality. So I am utterly super pleased. I'm so pleased we're not waiting until the final day uh, of, the, of the transfer window. I'm so pleased that we're not moaning online, kind of going, please, just get one, you know, because every time that we get to a January transfer period, we're like, well, how many do we hope to get? And we're like, two, three, four, and we'll get like three weeks in. We're like, just give us one, please. Just give us the one, you know. There's so nothing happening in the that. Premier League, Rick. We're, we're the only team who are doing any business. Well, there you go. And it also kind of shows us with all this financial fair play stuff going on. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I hate to say it for those that don't like Levy and the board, but it looks like they were right. It looks like they had they had a plan and it's coming to fruition. 
And now that we've got a manager, a project, we're going in the right direction. We've got the right kind of nucleus of, of players going forward. And we've got the right scouting system that is not only going for the right profile of players, but the right characters of players. Then it's easier to invest in that. It's easier to invest in a, a manager where, you know, nine out of 10 of these signings have been a success. So long may that continue, man. You've got to give it up to the board. We criticise them when they do terrible, and they have done over the years, but it looks like all of the things that they wanted to happen or that they planned to happen are all kind of coming together right now. The concerts, you know, the skywalk, um, you know, the boxing, you know, all of the things that they're doing to generate cash, the golf course that they got, you know, all of these things that we, we to be self-sustained, we're going to get a hell of a lot more clubs trying to follow our model now you know, I because I foresee Everton in the future trying to follow our model now, where they they get more money in by kind of opening out their stadium to do other things and stuff like that. I think we're you know as everybody looks at Brighton, I think people are going to start to look at Tottenham, uh, Tottenham's model, and they're going to try to emulate that for their own successes in the future. But um, it looks bright right now, so you've got to give it up to them. You've got to give it up to them, and they've spoken with action, not words. I'm, I, you know, I get so tired of of a kind of club statement sometimes. And then nothing changing, but they've changed it with action. So give it up to them. Give them a clap. You know what I mean? Like I've always wanted our board and our and our owners to do better for us. The only reason that I wanted them potentially gone was because they wasn't. Do you know what I mean? But right now they are. And ever since they brought in Paratici, there's been a change. There has been a change. And it's been a slow change because we've had to get some of those regulars that we've had, those legends that have been at the club for a long time. We've had to get them off the wage bill. We've had to get them moved on. It's been tough uh, and we've had to grit our teeth through it. But I think the good times are ahead and I think it's coming real soon. Well, talking of legends, Rick, we might as well introduce... Oh, come on. (laughs) A guy from Uh, Brazil, 17 caps for his country and 160 games for Spurs. Hello, Rick. This is Sandro. I want to say to you, you can do that. Say to yourself, I can do this. You're going to smash it, okay? Good luck, my friend. Come on, you Spurs. Die. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Chris, what are you doing to me here, bro? What are you doing to me? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Ricky, t- talking about midfielders, do you think Spurs are going to sign one in this window? You know what? Um, I think that, you know, it's going to come up to Levy time. Uh, you know, quote-unquote leave time, that last week of the window. And I think anything can happen. Right now, anything that happens, you know, on top of Dragusin and, and, Rick, and Werner... Rick, sorry on. to interrupt. Are you feeling the pressure a little bit, the fact that all these players yes! are following you <laughs> and what you're doing? Yes, bruv. These are like... like these are legends, bro. I've grown up with them. Like, I can't deal with this. I can't deal with, I can't deal with the fact that they know my name. Let alone know that I'm dancing on ice come Sunday, and they're all be tuning advice. in on Sunday. Yeah, what is going on, mate? I bet, I bet, I bet, I bet, I better sort it out, bro. I want to go back to training now, bro. I want to go back to practice. I just want to make sure it's all right. Oh my god, this is it's mind blowing, bro. Mercy, thank you for doing this, but it's like it's it's blowing my head off right now. Oh, there's more to oh, come. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris. Um, but yeah, if we do then it will be the cherry on the cake. If we don't, and I think we've done the business that we needed to do early, and I think that, that, that that's when you, when you asked me uh, before I 
you know, I had to kind of concentrate on training. When you asked me what kind of defines uh, backing the manager come the January transfer window, I said getting them in early. Yeah. If you can, I don't care who you get in, but if you get them in early and they're the profile of player that that manager wants, then that's the definition of backing the, this particular manager. And they've done that. So I'm super happy with where we're at. If we can get one more in, fantastic. But I think it's going to happen right at the end of, of, of this window. Talk, talking about pressure on the ice, let's hear from uh, another Spurs legend. <laughs> hey, Ricky, how are you? It's Paul Coit here. Look, I just want to wish you all the very best in Dancing on Ice. The whole of the Spurs family I know behind you. I, I, I know it's very easy. I know you haven't been skating long, but it's simple. You know, double Lutzes, triple Salcos and all of those things. You'll look great in the sequins. We are very much looking forward to seeing you skate. And I want to see you go all the way to the end, just like Spurs will. You're both going to have consecutive seasons, both extremely successful. And uh, you know what? And if it goes well, come and join me on the pitch at halftime and then we can celebrate together. We'll all be getting behind you. Up the Spurs, Ricky. Good luck, mate. All the best. Oh, my gosh. What's going on, Chris? There you go. What pressure oh. is that? If it goes oh. well, join me on the pitch at half time. And I think oh. what Paul was meant to say is if it don't go well, stay in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Thank you, Quaity, man. Thank you, Quaity. Much appreciated. What's going on, bruv? You've got to stop with this. This is too much now. Oh. Ricky, talk, talk. I, thought, I thought this was just going to be me and you, bruv. Like, well, me and you and a few, uh, and a few guests, yeah. And a um, few legends. Talk, talking about like your, your comfort zone, have you done many things out your comfort zone before because i've got to admit when the skywalk opened i absolutely hate heights yeah and if that wasn't spurs there's no way i would have gone up there and that was a big thing for me and it's funny because at the start they say if anyone's scared of heights let us know and we'll look after you and i thought shall i say something and i did and then there was about 20 of us on that group and then right at the end they've all gone round and then the woman said Oh, Chris, it's you that's scared of heights, isn't it? And she's oh, like, my gosh. the whole attention was then on me. It was like, oh. yeah, I didn't like that at all. But, um, you know, <sighs> I, I, I went out of my comfort zone that day. Um, but is, is this the first time you've gone out your comfort zone or, or, or have you done it in the past? There's been a couple of times that I've done it. Um, so when I was on the Princess Switch films, there was a couple of times where I had to do stunts myself. And some of them were like high stunts as well and I was on wires and stuff like that and um, I kind of put my my head into the character's head and I was like well this is what the character would do stop thinking about you stop thinking about all of the voices that are in your head just go and so and, and we had a great stunt team around us as well so I just trusted in them that they wouldn't drop me um, so yeah but this is the furthest out of my comfort zone that I've ever been uh, without a shadow of a doubt um, it's like like dancing is one thing, performing is another. Like I said, like going live is another another thing. But all of it happening together and then on the ice, you know, it's just, it's mental, bro. Uh, it's absolutely mental. So yeah, this is probably the furthest that I've been outside of my comfort zone. Um, but it's that that's why I wanted to do it as well. You know, that's why that that's what attracted attracted me to to the show this time around I've, I've been asked by matt avers before not so much like the production but matt avers used to be one of the pro dancers he's just left this season um 
he used to be one of the pro um, ice skaters on the show and he used to be like Ricky come on to the show like you'll be great and I was like just like absolutely not he's like no and I used to see him like a couple of times I used to do Big Brother's bit on the side and so I used to see him on that show um every couple of weeks and be like Ricky come come on to the-. and I used to be like absolutely not bruv you there's no way you're getting me on there but you know like in life and like Muhammad Ali says if you believe as strongly as you do at 30 the same thing as you do at 60 then you've wasted 30 years of your life so with the time that has passed from that moment to this moment it was something that I was just like I'm not going to do the jungle you know there's no way I can do that do you know what I mean but this is something that oh mate there's no way there's no way there's there's just no I can't I can't there's no way there's just no way um I, I can't sleep outside with those spiders like the mosquitoes can kill you. Um, you know, they've got rats, uh, the, the, the gunk. It's not even like doing the task. Some of the gunk that you got to put your hand into, I can't do. You know, if Ant and Deck were to be like, put this spider in your mouth, I'd be like, are you sure, bro? Like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be nasty to people. I don't want n- nobody to see my mean face. Do you know what I mean? And be like, you know, and telling people certain things. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, there's no way I could do that. Um, but no, this one came along and I was just like, you know what? Come and let's do it. Because I've said this to friends in the past as well. Like when you do something that you really think that you can't do or won't do or isn't you, then the amount that you grow through that process is massive, you know? Um, so I, that's why I've done it. You know, it's a massive challenge. It's something that scared me. It's something that, like I said, I would never say yes to in the past. And it's something that, you know, if and when, as, as we are going through this, that I am, I can feel myself growing and I can feel my kind of, my, my body and my mind going to me, well, you know, if you was asked to do some crazy stuff on a set or on a film set or something like that, then I've kind of got that belief that I can do it now. With that amount of training and with that amount of kind of dedication, laser focus and, and consistency, I, I I could do it, you know. So um, that's that's definitely you know part of this process. Ricky, we've had some lovely messages so far. Are you ready for the banter? Go on, come on. It's not in Watford. <laughs> Ricky, my friend, I'm hearing you challenge yourself in ice skating. You're suddenly the ice skater. Goodness me, mate! Don't embarrass us, please. Make sure you win. All right, come on, your Spurs. Come on, Ricky. Ricky, the ice skater. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm going to laugh already, mate. I tell you what, mate. I can't. I'm cracking up already watching you ice skating. <laughs> Mr. Vega. Mr. <laughs> Vega. My gosh. Do you oh, know, man. I must have watched that about 10 times today, just laughing to myself. Don't embarrass he, us. Don't embarrass <laughs> us. <laughs> he cracked me up, man. Oh, my gosh. Ramon, thank you, brother. I'm going to try my hardest, all right? I'm going to try my hardest, my friend. Ricky, oh, we, we've got another message, and it's all about the trophies. All right. Hi, Ricky. Rich Weiss here. Wanted to wish you the best of luck on Dancing on Ice. It's not all about competing. It's about the trophies. So bring it home. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, Rich. <laughs> it's oh. about the trophies. There's no pressure at all on you here, is there? Oh, mate. I was just hoping to get through week one. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? But, 
<laughs> I wasn't even thinking about the trophies, honestly. Oh man, this is amazing. Ricky, oh, out of mate. all of the contestants, who who's who surprised you? Who surprised you on how good they are? Um, oh man, there, there are you know there are so many. I mean, okay, so out of those that were kind of skating on day one, I think Ryan Thomas is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, he got the highest marks on the first show. Um, him and his partner Armani are the ones that we've been training with, you know, most days. Um, not every day, but most days we've been training with them. We've been on the, on the ice with them. <laughs> Tell me about it, Neil. Um, so, uh, yeah, they're amazing. Miles and Vanessa Bauer, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Miles, strong on the ice. Um, he's strong within the skate. And Vanessa Bauer is like, she's just phenomenal, bro. She's phenomenal. She pulls out some moves that I'm just like, what are you doing? Um, so those two are, are great. Uh, Greg and Vanessa James. So both of them are Olympians. You know, uh, Vanessa James is, is is one in the past and so is Greg at long long jump, you know. So both of those have got the Olympian mentality. And, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna go for gold because that's what they know. Mm. So um, they're fantastic. The one that is, the one that um, I think has been most improved is Amber. Uh, so Amber, myself, Roxy, um, uh, Adele, Robert, we all kind of started, of course, Ricky Hatton, we all started on like zero, you know, some of us minus two, you know, I was on, I feel I was on minus two and I think that Ricky Hatton was on like maybe minus five, do you know what I mean, when he started. Um, but Amber from the start, you know, she she was very bitty and it took a minute. But if you saw her performance on Saturday, uh, on Sunday, just it was just graceful. It was just really beautiful. She had great kind of long lines with her arms, her legs. She performed everything because she is a performer as well. You know, she performed to the, to, to the highest. And, and when those show lights came up, I thought she was fantastic. I'm really looking to see um, how Adele Roberts does this Sunday. She's in my group this Sunday. I haven't seen the, the, her full routine. But on day one, even though she started from zero, yeah. when she started doing some of the lessons, she had grace and elegance straight away. So there's a, there's a softness to the, to the skating. Like, sometimes I'm, like, a bit clunky. I'm, like, I'll step in. I'm, like, bang, bang. You know, I'm, like, I'm doing it in, in two kind of clunky steps. But Adele, she had that grace and softness. And she's, she's, she's Wonder Woman in herself, you know. Um, what she's gone through and how she deals with... Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116 123. 
That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Everything that she's got to go through every single day. You know, she's done the, the first one with, um, I want to call it, is it colostomy? Is it colostomy bag, Chris? Is that the right word? I think so, I don't yeah. know. It might be. I can't remember what the right word is. Um, but she was the first woman to ever complete a marathon wearing one of those. And she's going to be the first woman to be ice skating live with, with one of those as well. And she's just phenomenal, bro. I've known her for years. And mm. um, she's a lovely lady. And I wish her all the best. I, I want her to do really, really well. Um but I haven't seen her full routine as yet, so I can't really give you a, a kind of a, an opinion on, on how far she's come. But from what I have seen, she's looking great. And, you know, it's just, we've just got a great bunch. There's a great bunch of us, bro. We're all kind of just supporting each other, cheering each other on. The way that I see it, there are a couple of competitors within the group, but the way that I kind of see it is that I'm not competing with nobody. I'm going to compete with myself and hopefully, like, whatever score I get this week, that I kind of beat next week and I beat that the other the week after. Do you know what I mean? So I grow like that. Um, and if I do that, I'll be a happy guy. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of them that the level is really, really high. Really high. Miles and Ryan are definitely ones to watch. I was going to say, Ryan got the uh, the top score, didn't he, on Sunday? 26.5. Yeah. Um, of yeah. course, Rick Hatton got the, the, the lowest score, 12.5. But... You know, you're good friends with Ryan. He, he seems a, a top guy and he he's certainly a great performer. Oh, mate. He's such a lovely guy. Um, he's got a hockey chappy. You know, me and him, we like to crack jokes left, right and centre. And we've supported each other as well. There's been times that, you know, before his performance, he was dreading it. And he had doubts and he was just like, oh, Rick, I don't know what I'm going to do. There was a little bit of a fall for him in his rehearsal. And he just kind of, pushed it to the side and just went for it and had fun with it. And and that was one of the notes that I took as well. Is, is, is like, have fun with it. You know, the more I'm enjoying it, the more we enjoy it as an audience, you know? So uh, he's been, he's such a lovely, he's such a lovely guy, bro. I, I love hanging out with him. I love cracking jokes with him and I've loved working with him throughout this process. He's, he's the one that I've seen the most during this process. So we've, you know, we've, we've managed to kind of build a little bit of a relationship there, but, um, Greg as well. Greg is just a lovely guy. Absolute diamond. And, you know, he's had a couple of falls himself, but he's like, I, I can't remember his height, but I think he's like 6'2", six 6'3". Six you know, um, he's not a light guy. And I don't mean that in a negative way. He's like, he's got pounds of muscle. I can't remember how many pounds. He did tell me, um, but I can't remember how many. Um, but he's like, he's built properly. Do you know what I mean? So, but when he falls, he falls hard because of all of those things, because of the height of him and because of how much he weighs in muscle, he, when he does go, he hits the floor hard. And But him as a person, again, lovely, lovely guy. Another guy with a heart of gold. And um, it's just been great to kind of get to know these guys or, and, and kind of have something that we've all gone through. We're all sharing this process. We're all Everybody has their strengths and weaknesses and we've all had our struggles and we've all had our down days. You know, um, even then, like, so Claire Sweeney, again, another lovely, lovely lady. Um, in the past, I've worked with Louis Emmerich and uh, Starkey, who played Sinbad in Brookie. So I've worked with two of those out of Brookie. I'm working with Claire now, which is a beautiful thing. And even her, like, I, I spoke to her 
I think it was yesterday. And she was having a bit of a wobbler as well. And she was just like, because we, we was sharing the same things. We were sharing the same emotions where it was like, am I just rubbish at this? And she was felt exactly the same because she had a bit of a knock and a bit of a fall as well. And then it just pushes you back. It pushes your confidence back a little bit, especially yeah. when it's not on the bits that you expect it to be on. Like, so there's trouble, there's, there's certain moves that are, that are troublesome to me and troublesome to Claire. But when you're slipping or falling on the bits that you thought you didn't even have to think about, that's what really knocks you. And so Claire had one of those, like, yesterday, I want to say. And again, like, we just kind of had a conversation and I was just, and, and it, firstly, it was nice to know that somebody else was feeling the same way. But again, I just said to Claire, look, don't worry about anything. You know, we're performers. So once the lights go up and it's, you know, action, we go to work. It's what we do. And I know that the both of us being performers, we want to do the best that we can do. We go out there um, every time and kind of give everything. We try and be as, as perfect as we can be in our own field. But this ain't our field. So we have to remember that. Even though we want to do well in it, this ain't our field. So you know what? When it comes down to Sunday, let's just go out there. Let's give it everything. Let's be the show men and women that we are and have fun with it. And we'll let the judges sort out the rest and we'll let the voting sort out the rest and whatever happens, happens, you know? And, you know, so she, she kind of took that and went in today and was a lot happier, you know? So, and even me, I, I, we, we had this conversation and I took that and we went in today and I was a lot happier today. So, yeah, but I think it's the, it's, it's when you, when it comes up to showtime, it's, it's those nerves, you know, it's, it's, it's all of those things. It's all of the voices in your head going round and round and it's about trying to block those things out. And I've got to say this to myself many a time. I've just got to block those things out, trust in my partner, trust in the coaches that, are, that have been training me all this time. They've got the faith in me. You know, they see it. Um, so I, I just need to believe it now and, and then go for it. I think once I get that first one out of the way, I'm going to feel a lot better. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, bro, it's crazy. This journey is nuts. Ricky, has there been uh, much football talk? So with Greg, so Greg's Man United. And so obviously, uh, last week, Sunday, first show. And there was a, you know, uh, Greg was um, on, he was on, he was practicing in costume and stuff like that. And then he, he went back to his room and he was still kind of worried about a couple of bits. So I went to see him and I was like, look, I don't know what you're worried about, brother. You should be worried about this. You should be more worried about Man United versus Tottenham. You I was going to say, mean? what's he like, worried about? The ice or the football? Yeah, I was like, this is what you need to worry about, bro, because we're coming for you. We're coming for you. And he's like, oh, mate, mate, mate. And then obviously they scored first. I went up to him. I'm like, Greg, you're 1-0 up. And he's like, who scored? I went, Hoyland. And he's like, about time. Come on, come on. And I was like, oh, come on. But one of the coaches, Rob, he's he's top Spurs fan as well. So he, he had it on, on the side. I couldn't watch it, watch it. I could only see a little bit. Yeah. But he had it on in the side, so he was giving me little bits of updates. So when it finished 2-2, I was like, all right, and Greg, it was 2-2, bruv. We can still be friends. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, so that's been most of the to uh, most of the football talk has been with Greg. Have you managed to keep up to date with all the uh, latest Spurs news and everything? Bro, I watch your channel. I watch you and your updates, so you keep me updated. Um, yeah, well, in the well, 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 actually, you can continue in a second. I know, obviously, you love this channel and you love my updates, but you also love this guy as well. Oh, my God. Family, 
I'm in Qatar, you know, but just know I wouldn't miss this for the world, blood. I used to call him Fats, but it's Ricky Norwood, my brother, you know, jeez, what dancing on ice, blood. Listen, fam, you know me, I ain't frozen from the Incredibles and that, blood. I don't know what to do on ice. You get me, fam? I may have watched Mighty Ducks and that, but I don't play hockey, fam. But just know, my G, I know you're going to be cutting shapes on that ice, fam. You get me? I know you're going to be shaped with your mama, yeah. All of that, my brother. You know them way there. But listen, G, you go out there, you give it your all blood. You know them way there, fam. You do it for me. You do it for you. You do it for Tottenham. You do it for Big and You know them way there, my G. Got business to the world. I'm back. Obviously, you know I'm a guitarist. I'm not trying to get arrested, fam. It's kind of late over here, you know. So yeah, if you don't see me land back in London, just know, blood. It was your fault, blood. But I'll do it all again. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know, oh, I know, he's a big fan of you. You're a big fan of him. Oh, I love extra bits, man. He just cracks me up. He just makes me laugh all the time, man. And I'm so, I'm so happy for his success as well. He's just gone from strength to strength. You know what I mean? So it means a lot, man. Thank you, X. Sending you big love, my friend. Sending you big he, love. He promised to come on the channel and do one of these chats. That Excellent. Gonna, that is going to be an interesting one. It will. I mean, I, I you thought I, I speak? You thought I talk? <laughs> X, you, you, if you can get a question in, forget, have a breath in between these, these sentences. If you can get a question in, bruv, you'll be lucky. Well, we've got another message, and uh, this is a guy that constantly keeps us up to date to do a Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Ricky, Ricky, Ricky. Rather you than me, mate. But I tell you what, very, very best of luck. You'll be fantastic. I'm sure the crowd will love you. You'll be engaging as always. Uh, just make sure you don't miss any games. You can do practice before and after the matches. Um, so, yeah. So, great time at the moment for Spurs and hopefully it's a great time for you over the next few weeks. Best wishes, mate. Oh, thank you, Bridgie. Thank the you, Bridgie. Oh, mate. The pressure. Everyone at Sky's watching now. What's going on, mate? What is going on here? <laughs> Literally, my ear rolls are going red, bruv. I can feel my ear rolls getting hot. I'm like, what's going on here? The heating ain't even on. I'm telling you. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, that is Ricky, too much. Ricky, recently, Ange Postacoglu said that Spurs were in the title race. Do you agree? I mean, mathematically, we're in the title race, right? So, And, and, and I love his logic as well. It's like, you can see that we're in it, you know? We're a couple of points off fourth and we're a couple of points off the top so of course we're in it i think we're in a great position to go for it as well i mean look you know we know what man city do especially come january they just kick on they put runs together they turn up all of the the ring rust of, of the season they normally get rid of around this time and they just they just kick on so you know they're always going to be a, a a tough outfit but um we do have a bit of a hoodoo over them so who knows? Who knows? But I'm just, of course we are. The, the answer to the question is, of course we are in a title race. Until we're mathematically out of it, of course we're in it. And I think with all of our big hitters coming back as well, you know, like there's exciting times to come. You saw when we had a fully fit squad, we went 10 games unbeaten. And then that game against Chelsea, everything went to pot. Do you know what I mean? Uh, suspensions, injuries, left, right, and center. <clears throat> but we've got Benton Kerr back. We're about to get Madison back. We've got Mickey back. We've got Romero back. 
you know, we've still got Sonny, Saab, Asuma to come back. With this, once we're all back together, this could be so exciting. And plus with the new additions of Werner and, and, and Dragusian, oh my gosh, bro, like, why not? With one game a week, just a league to, you know, just a league to kind of concentrate on, as well as the FA Cup, why can't we? And I love that we went, you know, with a strong side in the FA Cup. And being Man City in the next round, we're going to go strong again. So, bro, why the hell not? Let's go for it, man. Let's go for it. Let's go for the title. And, and I've said this to you before, but I always kind of feel silly saying it. But I think every team at the beginning of the season, their aim should be to win the title. And then, you know, wherever they fall is where they fall, you know. But I think that you, as a, as a Premier us as a Premier League football club, we should always be going for it and every team should be going for it. And then, you know, obviously some things don't work out and you fall where you fall, but that's what it is. So why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we go for it? And think about that, Chris. Think about where we was this time last year. This time last year, bro, we would never be speaking about a title run, bro. Even though we had a good couple of results around this time last year, but we still would not be thinking about a title run. Everything was going skew with. I'm sure it was around this time we done the. Didn't we? Didn't we beat Man City and then lose to Burnley around this time last year? I can't remember. It all blurs into one. But you know what I mean. Like the, from where we was last year and the last couple of seasons to where we are right now, we can all see it and we can all feel it. And it's not about being delusional. It's it's the fact that the tide has changed so quickly. The fact that you know the recruitment has been so good and it's been. It's been catered to this manager, even the likes of your doggy. You know, Porro was there before Ange turned up. But he's looked at these two players and he's like, yep, they'll do for me. You know, and uh, arguably, arguably the best right back and left back in the league right now because they are everywhere. They are everywhere, bro. So once all this team is together, fit and firing, with our captain Sonny back in the side, I think we're a dangerous outfit for everyone. Everyone going. Well said. And it is exciting times at the moment. And even your friend, even this guy, might be excited about things right now. Mr Norwood, it's the Costa. I hope you're well, my man. Uh, just want to wish you the very best of luck on your first skating on Sunday. Remember, bend your knees. Um, have a great show, my friend. Miss you. Uh, I'll be voting for you, and the fellow Spurs supporters will be voting for you as well. So Spurs supporters watching the show tonight, get voting our boy Ricky Norwood. Um, I know how hard you've worked, mate. I haven't seen you for, for a while because I know you've been so busy, um, even though you don't answer your phone anymore. Only joking. Uh, sending you loads of love, my brother. Love you. And uh, good luck. And more importantly, come on, you Spurs. Bro, do you know what today, it was only today, right? So Karen Barber, the the, the, the top lady, right? The, the, the queen of the ice. She said this little note to me today and the, the moves. She was like, Ricky, finally I can say you're bending your knees. And I was like, what? <laughs> Literally, every time that I think I'm doing it, and I know it sounds crazy, right? I can feel myself bending my knees, but there is a different bend for skating. Like, you've got to go further than you think that you need to go. So today when I done it, and she was like, 
Ricky, that's what I've been looking for for ages. It's, it's about time. Do you know what I mean? Thursday before the show, it's about time you got it. Do you know what I mean? So I was like, oh, thank goodness. So hopefully, I say, not even hopefully. Now that I've got that, I'm going to keep on working on that and I'm going to make sure that I've got it for Sunday. Well, Ricky, you know, um, another friend of yours is super oh. positive all the time. Here's, here's another one. Yes, my brother, Hartman here. Chris, your alleged Rick, this is a message to say, my brother, enjoy all the best. Go out there and do you. No long team. Love you like cooked food. Enjoy the experience, my brother. The whole Tottenham unit is behind you. Come on, you Spurs. Come on, Rick. Oh, my brother. Heart he looks, man in he looks amazing, doesn't he? He does, he does. Well, that's the heart man. Do you know what I mean? When you when you get him off of a game day, out of his kind of, you know what I mean? He's, he's Tottenham hoodie or, or, you know, he's a slick mofo, man. You know, always looking good, Darren. Thank you, brother. I will message you after this. <laughs> Ricky, FA Cup, we haven't won it since 1991 and went extremely strong um, against Burnley, well, the strongest possible 11. Uh, of course, we face Manchester City next uh, week Friday. How do you see that one going? I think it's going to be an exciting game, brother. I think it's going to be almost like a basketball game, back and forth. You know, you've got two sides that are playing really good football. I mean, Man City have got De Bruyne back. Oscar Bob, as a youngster, looks phenomenal. Um, Rick, I don't, I don't know whether you know, there was about 20,000 people um, in a queue for a ticket today, sold out. Wow. 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 So, but it, it, it's at our house, isn't it? Yeah. So it's going to be electric, bro. Like, everybody's going to be up for it. The crowd, you know, you know what the noise has been like in there yeah. on, on a league game. Can you imagine on a cup, cup game versus Man City at our house Friday night? Mate, it's going to be electric. It's going to be on fire. So with that crowd behind us, you know, with some of the players back, I'm hearing Madison could be back for that game. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that could be dynamite. I saw Kulu, Kulu was training today. He's back in the side, so I'm sure he'll be ready for that game as well. I think everybody's going to be up for it. And that's that's another part of this that I really love to see about our side right now. Romero came back. What, three, two, three weeks early to play in that Man United game? I love to hear and see that. You know, They all want to play. They all want to play. They're all anxious to play. They're all yeah. eager to play. They're all eager to go out there and be a part of this team. You know, be a part of the excitement and, and this, this new kind of bubble that Angie, Angie's putting together. And that's what's exciting for me to see, you know. And they're all on it, mate. So when it comes down to the FA Cup, I think, it's not going to be easy for Man City whatsoever. I think they're worried about us as well. And they haven't scored at our stadium as well. So they've got a bit of a, you know, we've got a bit of a hoodoo over them and we're a bit of a bogey side for them, but they haven't even scored at the Tottenham Stadium. So with all of their riches, with all of their high quality, you know, Bernardo Silva, dynamite player, you know, they've got dynamite players all over the pitch. But I think they're going to be worried about us and I think they're going to be worried about what we can what we can do and and how we play um because it it's hard hard to read now it's hard to read you know the way that we switch the ball the way that the inverted fullbacks come in the way that the midfield shifts and and the and the, the attacker shift we're, we're we're always kind of interchanging right now so even for those that are trying to mark us or whatever it's going to be tough for them and i think that we yeah, no, I do. I think that we're going to do them. I think that we're going to do them and we're going to get through. And that's going to be, that's going to be the kind of 
the spark that kind of gets us going in this cup competition and kind of spurs us on to the final to go and do the damn thing. You, you know how many questions I ask people. The amount of neutral fans who I bump into and say about this game, Spurs-Man City. I haven't heard one person say to me yet that Man City are going to win. Everyone is backing Spurs for this game. I mean, that kind of worries me. <laughs> I know. It worries me a little bit. But, um, you know, that, that stat of them coming to our stadium five times, we've beat them five times, they haven't scored a goal. I'll tell you what, I think that they probably score a goal, but I think we'll win the game, or hopefully. Yeah. But I think, um, you know, if we can win this game against City, why can't we go all the way? Why not? Why not? And that, that should give you the confidence to go all the way as well, because they are the best side in the FA Cup, you know, without a shadow. They're the best side there. So if we can go there, not only dominate play, but get the result, get the win, that has got a kind of send the electricity through all of those players, all of that staff and the boss to kind of go on and make it happen so that they can climb the steps at Wembley and finally lift that trophy above their heads, bro. And like, please, please. Ah, oh, I would love it. I would love I it. I thought I... I, I, I you saw owe your dad a final ticket, didn't you? I do. <laughs> I do. For the one that he got me. Yeah, I do. Um... So, yeah, thanks, Chris. Uh, you, you put it out there now. He's going to be texting me in a minute. Um, but I remember see, I, I, I saw this thing on Twitter today, uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, and it was of Ange uh, speaking after a cup final uh, for Celtic. And it gave me goosebumps, bruv. And I was just like, could you imagine him doing that with us? Oh, my gosh. I mean... How much can change in a season? How much can change in a season? We was a sinking rock last year. We finished, what, eighth? And yep. my my expectations, when you asked me at the beginning of the season, I said, better than eighth. <laughs> That's all I wanted, better than eighth. But look at how far we've come in this short space of time. Look at how these players have responded. Look at how the, the attitude has shifted. You know, and, and even when it comes down to, like, the transfers out, you know, whether they be on loan or they're, they're, they're the ones that we've sold, if they're not part of the process, then they're out. Do you know what I mean? Like, see you later or go on loan and, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll assess it come the summer. But to, just to have kind of that kind of ruthlessness, we've asked, you know, Costa's one that has asked for being ruthless a lot of the time. And we've been sentimental. I'm a sentimental guy. I love my players. I love Gaia. I've always loved Dyer. Do you know what I mean? Yes, I've critiqued him. Yes, there's been times and in games that he hasn't played well, and I've said that. But I've always loved what Dyer brought to us, and I love that 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 first um, that first interview that he done, where he's like, "I, I want to get rid of the Spurs tag. I want to get rid of this this everyone saying we've got a soft underbelly and all of this." And he was determined to make it happen. And some of our best times in the past happened while he was around. So I do have a lot of love for him, but it was time for him to go. You know, we do talk about players after games. So, how are you going to feel when we do the Dancing on Ice podcast on Sunday, talking about your performance? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> do me a favour, bruv. Do me a favour. You, you'll, you'll have Craig. You'll have Craig saying, "Oh, come on, Ricky, you should have done better there." Ramon <laughs> Baker will come on and go, "What the bloody hell is he doing?" <laughs> Gary, Gary will be... shouting. <laughs> Vega would be like, was he on the wine? Was he on? The, he was all over the place. Was he on the wine? 
Darren Altman oh. to come on doing impressions. Oh, it'd be hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no, I'm sending everybody so much love, man. Thank you, Chris, for all of the messages and stuff like that. It's, that's been amazing. It's, it has put the pressure on. Um, but well, that's, like, Ricky, in, in the last 10 minutes of this podcast, I hope, I hope we can uh, talk for another 10 minutes. Mm. Um, we're, we're actually live on X. We're live on Facebook and, of course, YouTube. So if anyone's got a question for Ricky ahead of... Uh, his performance on Sunday, please do send them in and I'll put as many um, on the screen as possible and hopefully Ricky can answer them. Um, but Ricky, just wanted to ask you about the uh, going back to the transfer window. Of course, there has been a lot of business in terms of players going out the door. Hugo Lloris, of course, going to Los Angeles and uh, you've mentioned there Eric Dyer going to Bayern Munich. Um, two players that have been at the club for a very, very long time. And it, I always say it's sad to see when a club uh, you know, has had players for this length of time and then they leave without winning a trophy. Hopefully, we're not that far away from winning a trophy. But, of course, Lloris, great servant to the football club. Eric Dyer, what a move for him to buy Munich. Massive. Massive move for him. I mean, Hugo I've loved for a long time. I, th I think we were so lucky to have him for as long as we did have him. You know, he had offers on the table and he was a World Cup winner um, as a goalkeeper. So, there was many a times that we was in dire straits that he could have gone somewhere else but he didn't he picked up the armband <laughs> he picked up the armband and 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 he kept fighting for us for as long as I, as long as he could you know thank you sandra all oh, these are coming through um and so yeah you know but it, again it was time for him to go you know when we was playing this style of football where we was passing back and, and the keeper was getting more involved in the play Every time it went back to Lloris, I was always panicking. I was always like, okay, one pass is fine, but stop passing. You know, when it was like four and five and six, I'm like, we're going to mess up here. And inevitably, inevitably, we did, you know. Um, so, yeah, beautiful servant to the club. Thank you for all his efforts. Thank you for trying, you know. Um, and I wish him well um, on his journey in LA. And Eric Dyer, wow. You know, but, he, you know, Eric Dyer in a different system, he could work, you know. He came through the, the, the sporting system. He grew up kind of learning that way of how to play. And he had a great mentality about him. And, you know, when he came through to Tottenham, and like I said, some of our best times were, were, were with him in the side, whether it be at right back, whether it be at DM. I remember when he had that, I think it was an appendix or it was like something to do with his... Um, his stomach or something like that. He had a couple of operations that took him out and then he started getting hamstrings and calf muscle strains. And so he had like a bout of injuries back to back. Um, and I think that that didn't help him at all. We chucked him in at DM and people were running past him like like it was like he wasn't there. Um, shifted him back into the centre-back position where he wanted to play. And, you know, there were some good performances out of him, you know, good performances so much so that he got into the England squad a couple of times. And it was just never consistent enough for us. And especially playing this new high line, I think we all knew. I think we saw it against Barcelona in that friendly, that we all knew that this system and this way of playing isn't going to work for Eric Dyer. So the fact that he stayed with us, uh, he couldn't get the move in the summer and he stayed with us and he stayed professional. Also, always gave everything up until the last moment, was there to be called upon, even though Ange didn't really want to call upon him. But when he had to, Dio was there and, and, and he tried to give everything that he, could, he possibly could and was, was, was one of the utmost professional people that were there. 
Um, and good luck to him. Good luck to him. He's there at Bayern. He's there with his best mate. Good luck to him. I hope he has a, um, a successful time over there. And again, thank you for the good times, Eric. Thank you for that goal against West Ham. Do you know what I mean? Thank mm. you for, 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 for um, all of the bully boy tactics that you had um, and all of the good times. Thank you for your bromance with Delhi when him and Delhi were on fire. My gosh. You know? Um, so, yeah. Good luck, my friend. Good luck. Ricky, Sarah asks here, um, are yeah. you going to do a routine to a Tottenham song? We haven't even spoken about what song you're you're going to be dancing to on uh, on Sunday. Um, but can you wear anything Spurs? Could you sneak in like a, a Tottenham logo somewhere, like even if it was a badge or something? Well, I mean, I, I've been training in my Tottenham gear. So um, I've, I've got a Tottenham tracks. I've got two Tottenham tracksuits. Um so I've been training in that and I've also got like a kind of tra drill top, a zip up drill top that I've been training in as well. So there have been bits and pieces where I've done that off screen. I don't know so much on screen, but on my, I'll, I'll go and get it if you want to see it. But on my uh, skating bag, I've got uh, two badges, two Tottenham badges on there as well. I've got an up, up the Spurs badge from a THFC flag. I also had another one, 1882 on there, but that's gone missing. Uh, it's been knocked off, I think, with all of the ins and outs and kind of traveling and stuff. Um, and then I've got an old school Tottenham badge on there as well. Um, so everybody, know, and even like, so there's a point where you, so once you come off the ice, you've got to come off the ice, you've got to put your guards on, and then you walk to your seat, then you take your guards off, and then you, once you've taken your boot off, you've got to like, almost like polish the blade and get all of the moisture off of it. And then you put it into this kind of protective sock that kind of absorbs all of the rest of the moisture so that your blades don't rust. And, it, you know, they gave me like a, one of those chamois, you know, uh, and it was neon green. And I was like, listen, now nah, I'm all right, you know. I think I'm going to use my Tottenham one. And it's like a Tottenham towel. It's like a little bar towel that my dad um, acquired from a pub in Tottenham uh, a few years back, shall we say. Uh, <laughs> so I use that one on my, on my blade. So everywhere I go, I'm 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 repping the Spurs, and everybody knows I'm Tottenham in that place. So um, I'll see. I'll try and see if I can sneak something on, but I'm not sure because everything has to be kind of prim and proper for the for for the show itself. But we'll see. And on the Tottenham songs, I, I'm I'm gonna need like um I'm gonna need the boys, isn't I? Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna need James or, or like I'm gonna need some of the Tottenham crowd in there to be singing along. You know. It would be great to do I'm Loving Ange instead, isn't it? It'd be great to do that. I mean, I can, but, but who knows? Can you do the pigeon dance on the ice skates? Oh, that that is something that people would pay to see. Let me see if I can fit it in. Let me figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that answer. Let me, uh, that, but that's the, that's a move. That's a move. I might be able to do that. Love it. I might be able to do that. Let me have a think about it and I'll see if I can flip it in. Talking about uh, the pigeon dance, Richarlison's doing pretty well at the moment, isn't he? I'm really happy for him. Um, I'm really happy for him. There was many a times that when he's he's through on goal, uh, that I, I, you know, we know what what problems he's gone through in in the past, and including the um, <laughs> oh, one minute, it, it, get... Rick, Rick, Ricky didn't want any more pressure. <laughs> no, I, I maybe if I get through this week, probably no, the week no, after. when you get through, when I get through, when I get through this week. We can work it out, bruv. We can work it out. Absolutely no doubt. 
Um, I'll, of course, I'll get Chris a ticket. Of course, come on. Uh, as long as the game ain't on, I'm sure he'll be there. Um, oh, I forgot where I was. Who were they, who they chatting about? I forgot. Richie. Richie, yes. So, yes, I'm super happy for him. Um, there was many a times that, you know, we, we know he had his problems and stuff like that, but there was many a times that when he was through on goal, that part of, you know, my heart would tell me, you know, he's going to miss. Um, but then I had to kind of remember, there's there's a lot of strikers out there that are like that. We get to see strikers like Solanke on Match of the Day or on the Highlights Package, and we get to see the touch and the goal, but we don't get to see the four or five misses that he had before that, you know? And so that's where I had to kind of calm down with it. And actually, ever since he started scoring, he's gone from strength to strength. And I think there's so much more to come from him. I'm just happy that he's up and running. I'm happy that he's got a smile on his face. I'm happy he's on two feet instead of on the floor crying. Um, and, 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 you know, hopefully, and, well, not even hopefully, Ange will bring the best out of him. And we, we will see the best out of Richarlison. And, and, you know, fingers crossed, he gets more than 13 goals this season. And, um, yeah, he becomes a mainstay of, of, of the Tottenham side. Ricky, this is a great idea. Every single week on, you do like a, a Tottenham player celebration at the end. The Klingsman, the Klingsman dive. What do you think about that one? Well, I've done that many a time, mate. I've done, I've done that. Yeah, but look Every... like it's meant to be. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done it when it looked like it's meant You're to be. You're an actor. You can do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a point. Where was we? Um, we was, we was, oh, I can't remember where we was, but we was training before Christmas. And there was a point, and, and bro, this is saying else as well. On the ice skates, they've got an ice pick. It's, it's like toe pick. And there's times that if you kick, if you kind of scrape or hit that, your heart goes, right? It, it just goes, whether you like it or not. So there's a point where I've done that, I've kicked it, and I've gone full Klinsman, bro. And I slid, for, because I had some power as well, I slid for ages, bro, right to the end. And then I got there and I just ended up doing some press-ups. I was like, I might as well try and make this look good. Do you know what I mean? So I ended up doing some press-ups. I was like, all right, cool, let's go again. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, you never know. Maybe I can get some of these little things in there. What? I, oh, wait, there's Madders. Sonny. Yeah. All right. Um, the Pigeon, about, all right. What about Robbie Keane? Oh, I'm not doing Robbie Keane. Do me a favour, bruv. Do me a favour. I'm not doing, oh, my gosh. Knee slide. Oh my gosh. Knee slide we can get in. Knee slide we can get in. Yeah, because they like a knee slide. So all right, we can we can probably get a knee slide in there. Um but yeah, you, maybe. A few people are asking where, where the set is. is. Is it in Watford? I knew it was coming. Roy, I bloody well knew it was coming. Um no, it's in a, it's in an airfield um in the middle of nowhere in a place called Bobbingdon. And um on that particular bit of land and it's vast it's very vast um there's there's amazon studios that are there um netflix studios are there and at the minute they are filming for deadpool 3 over there so it's a really popular place massive like i say and the itv uh studios are at the back so that's where we are that's where we're training most days, and that's where the show will be. Ricky, it's not in Watford. No. Are you, are you bored of that story yet? No, come on. I, I know it's not going nowhere. I know. It doesn't matter where I go or how far I go. I know it's coming. 
So, yeah, and then when they get back into the Premier League, I know it will come again. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you just got to accept it, mate. Let, let me know how you're going to feel when you wake up Sunday morning. How are you going to feel? Oh, mate. Um, is, is it, is it yeah. more nervous that it's live? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. You know, if it was a pre-record, then you just go out there, you do what you do. If you make a mistake, if you cut, you can start again or you can pick it up from that last moment and you can carry on skating, you know. But the fact that it's live, that means that anything that can happen will be will be seen and will be caught and will be live, you know. Um, but I'm looking forward to it, Chris. I'm looking forward to it. So come so Sunday morning. Yeah. <laughs> so come Sunday morning, um, I'm going to be nervous, but I'm going to be excited. And I'll, I'll kind of, I'll go into show mode. You know, I'll just go into show mode. All right, cool. We've done all the training. We, I, I, you know, I, I know what I need to do. Let's go and do it. It's time to go. So that's what I'll probably go into. Ricky, I can't thank you enough. I know, obviously, you've been extremely busy lately. And uh, as I said, I really miss you on here. Uh, you're you a great, too, you're a great friend. You're a great contributor to this channel, and uh, you know I may have hit over a hundred thousand subscribers. I might have done it one day, but <laughs> you have been a big part of that and growing the channel because of your fantastic views and and the time that you spend on here talking to me about Tottenham Hotspur. So, you know, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for everything you've done uh, for this channel over the last couple of years. It's been a pleasure, and uh, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I wish you all of the very best. Do not get knocked out on Sunday. Do go and try and win that trophy because, of course, uh, you know, all of us are rooting for you. You know, we've had so many messages uh, played throughout this stream. Uh, you know, you've seen the level of support for you from everyone at Spurs, every single Spurs yeah. fan, legends. It's, it's, it's been fantastic. So, um, wishing you all of the very best. Thank you, my brother. And listen, you know, I miss you too, man. I miss the pods. Um, you know, and thank you for, for arranging all of those beautiful messages. They literally blew my mind. They have put the pressure on, but it's beautiful. I can't believe those guys know my name, let alone anything else. Do you know what I mean? Let alone I'm dancing on ice. But also with the pod, Chris, I've got to tell you, you know, through some of the low times, you know, when, and because this acting game and this, this, this kind of, this, this TV life, you know, it, it, there's there's highs and lows left, right and centre. And you can be at the highest high and, and doing stuff with Vanessa Hudgens on Netflix. And then you can be at the lowest low where you're like, an audition ain't even coming through. And you're like, what is my life right now? But the one thing that has always been consistent and it has always kind of got me through has been the pod. It's been being able to express myself, talking about Tottenham and and, and debating the good, the bad and the ugly with, with yourself and the panel. And it's it's been a beautiful thing for me to kind of, you know, to keep my mental health in check, to keep my mental wealth in check and to, and to kind of have something to look forward to every single week. So bless you. Thank you for having me on as always. And, and thank you for all of the love and support. Um, and, and here's to 200,000 followers. Well, this is it now, Ricky, isn't it? Everyone needs to vote for you on Sunday. So every single person who listens to this show watches the show, needs to vote for you on Sunday because of course when does the when does the show actually finish? So so this is this is this is a great question, Chris, because um so it starts at six thirty and you can only vote when everybody's finished their performances. But No no I, I meant I meant right at the end of the show, the final. Oh the final the final happens in, in March. 
Yeah. So, so, yeah. so we, we don't want to see you on this channel until March, Ricky, when you <laughs> when you when you're showing us that trophy. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Cool. But like, no. But for all of those that are, that will be voting, just to let you know, you're probably going to have a really short window to vote in. It's not. Yeah. I think it's about five minutes, and it's free. Uh, you get to scan. You scan a code, a QR code. I will get it. I will post it on my Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, it's a short window, so just make sure you're ready. Make sure you're ready. And thank you from the bottom of my heart to everybody that does vote and that watches and supports and sends lovely messages. It means so, so much, man. And I can't thank you guys, all of you, enough. And thank you, Chris, for getting all of those messages. I still can't believe it. I'm going to watch this back like four times now because I can't believe who I saw when I saw him. I'm I'll, like, send him I'll send them all to you. I'll send them all to you. Thank you, brother. Right. Thank right. you very much, um, man. Yeah, as I said, Ricky, best of luck. And, uh, you know, please do vote for Ricky Norwood. He's a, he's a fantastic guy. What you see is what you get. You know, this is, uh, you know, you you on here, people might think that you're, you know, you, you being an actor, that you put this, you know, this on. Um, but this is you, Ricky. You're such a lovely guy. And I could talk to you for hours. And, uh, you know, whenever we get on the phone or do these chats, we are on the phone for hours and, and do talk for hours about all sorts. So it's uh, it's an absolute pleasure to... Uh, to call you my friend so thank wow. you so much and uh, best of luck on sunday and uh until the next time come on you spurs come on The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.